Good morning. Welcome back to our second Anchored in the Word morning reflection for the week. And I hope that you're having a great Tuesday morning or if it's the afternoon or evening when you're watching this. Um, I hope that uh, you're doing well. You've had a good day. And uh, the passage we're dealing with is Luke chapter 11, verses 33 to 36. So if you have a Bible, I'd like to invite you to take it. Let's turn together and uh, look at this passage of Scripture again. And yesterday we had a very brief introduction talking about um, the need to have a heart for truth, a longing to know the truth. And this morning what I'd like us to do is focus in on the first illustration that Jesus presents in these verses. So here's what it says. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, put it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye, therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy body is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, shall be full of light, having no dark part, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. Now, as we mentioned yesterday, the passage of Scripture is all about focusing in on the positive. Last week was the negative. If you reject truth, that is foolishness. This week, we're looking at the fact that there's a reason God has given you access to the truth. And the first thing we'll see is that he wants us to know the truth, and he ultimately loves us. So what this is revealing to us about God's heart towards people is that he loves them. He is good towards them. He wants them to be able to have a relationship with him. He wants them to be reconciled to him because sin separates us from God. And so we see this in the illustration that he gives. I'll read it again. He says, no man, when he hath lighted a candle, putteth it in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. Now, Jesus has used this illustration of a candlestick in another portion of scripture. When we're reading through the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, Jesus talks about this illustration. However, his application in the Luke text and his application in the Matthew text are slightly different. Jesus probably used this illustration in lots of different ways. So in the Matthew passage, he's emphasizing the fact, not that a believer should be light, but that a believer is light. The believer is the light of the world. The believer is like a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. He's emphasizing the fact that God has planted his people in the work, uh, in the world. Actually, he's rescued them out of the world. He saved them. He's assembled them as a body. And their very existence, the distinction of their nature, is something that presents light in darkness. And so his point is, because you are light, do not hide the light. Do not attempt to conceal who you are. That was his emphasis in the Sermon on the Mount. Now, this is slightly different. He says, when a person lights a candle, he doesn't hide it. Now, his emphasis here is on the intent of the one who has lit the candle. The intent of the one who has lit the candle is that light would shine in a dark room. In other words, Christ's illustration is people light candles for a purpose, and that purpose is to illuminate a dark room, and they do it for the benefit of the people who are in the room. 
so that they're not walking in the darkness, but they're walking in the light. They're able to read books. They're able to have conversations and see people's faces. They're able to find the things that they need to find. They're able to go about their business in the room because there's light in the darkness. So the reason that people light candles is so that they can see. This is why it would make no sense to cover or to hide the light. You can see that Christ's intent here is to emphasize there's a purpose behind the one lighting the candle. Or to put it another way, God has a reason for shining light into the darkness. God has a reason for calling a people to himself and leaving them in the world. His reason is that he loves the world. He wants them to be saved. I think of such a simple verse like John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Well, we take that passage of scripture, we set it beside Romans chapter 10. It says, how can they believe on him of whom they've not heard? And how can they hear without a preacher? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then the question is, has anyone been sent? And the answer is yes, many have been sent. Well, the point is that God wants people to be saved. Luke chapter 2, verses 30 to 32 when Simeon is looking at the baby Jesus there in the temple, he says, My eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. And this next statement is significant based on what we're talking about this week here. He says, A light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. In Acts 13, 47, when Paul is preaching, he says, uh, he says that the Lord commanded us saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. God wants the people who are stumbling in the darkness to see the light. He wants them to be drawn to himself. One of my favorite Proverbs is the one that says that the way of the righteous is as the shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day. But the way of the wicked is as darkness, and they do not know at what they are stumbling. He's contrasting the fact that the person who walks with God and knows God walks in the light. And the person that is isolated from God is stumbling in the darkness they are bound by their sin. God wants people to see the light. And that is the focus here. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Simply put, God's desire is for people to hear the truth and to be radically changed by the truth. God is not calloused toward people who are stumbling in the darkness. He is not calloused toward people in their unconverted state. He doesn't despise them and see them as people having no value. God loves people, even though they do not love him. And this really reminds me of what we're going to talk about on Wednesday night uh, in the Sermon on the Mount passage of scripture that we'll be dealing with. He says, you've heard it said of old that you should 
love uh, your your neighbor and uh, you should, you know, don't worry about your enemies. He says, but I tell you, love your enemies. Do good to those who persecute you. And then he says that you may be as your father who is in heaven. He says he, he causes his reign to fall on the just and on the unjust. And basically what Jesus is saying is, if you want to be like God, your heavenly father, if you want your character to be conformed to his character, well, then you need to treat other people the way that he treats them. He has enemies that he loves. He has enemies that he's kind to. He has enemies that he's good to. He sends the truth to people who aren't looking for the truth and who are bound by sin. And so these verses really do give us a beautiful reminder of the fact that God is good and he is kind and he loves people. People who are stumbling in moral darkness and ignorance bound by sin, God still cares about them. He loves them. He desires their salvation. And you say, well, well, what's the takeaway here? Well, the takeaway, I think, is that we need to be like him. When we see people who are bound by sin, rather than being callous toward them, we should long for their salvation. We should pray that God would work in their hearts. We should take whatever steps we can to reach them with the gospel. Pray for them, take the gospel to them, live a consistent life in front of them. And uh, perhaps as time goes on, God will do a great work of grace in their lives. And we will have the privilege of seeing their life transformed by the power of the gospel. So that's our encouragement this morning. God has revealed himself because he loves people and he wants them to be saved. And so that's the first illustration that we'll mention. Lord willing, tomorrow uh, we'll keep picking apart this passage of scripture and dig into it a little bit more so that we can be encouraged by it. Have a blessed morning, and Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye now.